Okay, let's try this again. Oh, okay. Why are you even starting with music, Miles? I will tell you, random listener from somewhere a part of the world. I just tried like I've, it wasn't that long. I'm glad that I noticed it before before it got I got too in depth of the podcast. But like just tried like a mini podcast, no longer than probably seven minutes, and realized the SD card wasn't in a roadcaster. How I fuck up like that? How I fuck up like that? I don't know. But another reason why we're not starting with music just as of yet. Um. So last episode that we shot, it was. It was the 50th episode of The Entangled Thoughts. Go ahead, drop that for us. After 50 long, well, I guess 49 long episodes, we've we finally made it to 50. We've developed our, we're developing, we're still developing ourselves in the podcasting space and podcasting game, establishing who we are. We've been doing this for about a year now. And there's a lot of stuff. We there's been a lot of rises, a lot of falls, and I've I've I think what I've really leaned into is becoming better as a, a podcaster. But the, we, obviously, we, as we get in depth, I got I got that as a topic uh, later and during the pod. Just so, <sighs> ladies and gentlemen, y'all into a, we're going to get into a whole vibe session today. So I hope you're prepared because, yeah. So if you're on your way to work, if you're on your way to to school, whatever you got on this Friday morning, I just want you to get get up and get the day started with some immaculate type of energy. Here we go. So I typed a text to a girl I used to see saying that I chose this cutie pie with whom I want to be. And I apologize if this is a vibe session, down. baby. Whatever you got going on this week, I want you to fucking tackle that fucking task because you're fucking great. And we only strive for greatness here at the Entangled Thoughts, baby. Welcome. How can I take me out? Don't come equipped with rear view mirrors. They dip, dip. as quick as they can. The is ripped. I'm uh. so like a pimp. I'm glad it's night. So the light from the sun would not burn me on my bum. When, when I, I shoot the moon, high up, jump the broom. Like a preemie out the womb. My partner yelling too soon. Don't do it. Reconsider. Read some litter. Sure on the subject. You sure? Fuck it. You know we got your back like Cairo Pratt. If that bitch do you dirty, we'll wipe her ass out as in detergent. Now hurry, hurry, go on to the altar. I know you ain't a pimp, but pimp, remember what I taught you. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart, hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart, man, these girls are smart. Three stacks, these girls are smart. Play your part. Play your cards. My bitch a lover. Never fuck without a rubber. Meet me in the sheets like it took another cover. Money on the dresser. Job a compressor. Top notch hoes get the most, not the lesser. Trash like the fuck with $40 in the club. Fucking up the game, bitch, you kiss no love. She be cross cause she giving all that she got. A thousand a pop, I'm pulling feelings off the lot. I smash up the gray one, bought me a red. Every Time you hit the park, they'll turn head. Some hoes wanna choose, but them hoes too scary. Your bitch choose me, you ain't a piff, you a fairy.
baby, you and me rolling solo Time to get you down the team Because we not on the other side If you know what I mean I can see you never seen The seven wonders of the world And I can make you the eighth If you want to be my girl Girl, I say my girl I don't mean my woman That ain't my style Need a real street stalker Stalker Walk a green mile You piling up the paper You can't tell me this time Send her into outer space. I know he wish she could. Cause he paying 20k a day. That bitch is eating good. Like an infant on a double D titty. I'm getting plump. Cause you miscalculated the next to the last pump. Dump, dump in the gut. I know you feel the hype. I know you feel the hype. Pick the kitties up. Let's try this fucking one more time. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Entangled Thoughts Podcast. The podcast where there ain't no hoes. Say it with me now, but we do think out loud. I am your host, Poetic Justice, here as Humbly as I can. Oh, there we go. Nice and settled. How did that? How did y'all like that? Let me let me know how y'all like that because I feel I feel energized. I feel hype. I feel dope. I feel like that was a great way to intro the pod. Great fucking way to intro the pod. Uh, like because like it's it's setting the tone. It's setting the energy, and that's what I fucking love. Well, um. New episodes coming out of the Entangled Thoughts podcast every Monday and Friday to start and end your week off right. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify or any other podcasting service, what you can do for us, go ahead, give us a full five-star rate and leave a review. What that does, it helps us move up in algorithms and get discovered by more people. And what that does, it helps us get more money in the pocket so we can upgrade our equipments and really achieve the dreams of podcasting that we have. So go ahead, do that for us. It's a great way to support the podcast. Another great way for you to support us, guys, let me tell you about a place. A place that's free of judgment, free of scrutiny. 
Join the Patreon, guys. For just a dollar a month, you get access to about 26, 27 different bonus podcasts never before released on the streaming platforms. And what's the difference with these bonus podcasts is we come unfiltered. We come unhinged. There's a lot of stuff we can't say on the streaming platforms that we leave it all all to the Patreon podcast. That's why that's why that's why a lot of times you'll hear us say save it for Patreon. Because on there we have no filter. Here we have to filter what we say to cater to certain audiences. But on there we come raw. We come uncut. And we come unhinged like a penis. Yeah. You know how I like it. Mm. <laughs> Oh, shout out to today's sponsor, the Anchor app. Anchor is the best way to broadcast your podcast. But more on that later. I hope you're, if you're listening to this on your way to work, on your way to school, wherever it be, I hope you're giving off immaculate type of energy. I hope that, I hope that beginning sets you up for the day. And uh, have a good day at work or school, sweetie. Mwah. There you go. That was weird. That was very weird. Grown ass man just kissing into a mic like that. Mwah. I don't know how to feel about that. You just got kissed by a grown ass man. Does that make you gay now? I don't know. Possibly. That's gay. <laughs> how's my how's my couple days been since we last potted? It's been cool. Um I think I'm shadow banned on TikTok. I'm not a hundred percent sure. We did a I did a live stream the other day. They banned me from the live stream because of my explicit uh words. Uh but like I'm only banned till today, so today I should be able to go for live again. But uh because of that and I a video of mine got taken down. This one wasn't this one I didn't feel like it should have got taken down, but it's whatever. So I think I'm shadow banned for the next couple days. So I'm I'm just giving my TikTok a little rest and seeing what what it does to the numbers. Cause I, I pay attention to the analytics. I, I, I need the analytics to go up. I need them to go up, honey. Ooh. All right. With that being said, let's get into today's bullshit. Life's full of tales and stories, but it's those stories of what define our character. This week's being the simp story I never wanted you to know. This week, I was scrolling through my um, my content journal. What, what my content journal is, basically, I write down all my ideas that I have for content. And then either act on them. Uh, expand the ideas or they just leave there to die well about a year ago i wrote this story this simp story i never wanted you to know um it was about it's about uh one of my exes yeah not demon time the ex before demon time i think maybe possibly anyway this experience taught me a very important lesson, as as all these experiences do. Okay, so with that being said, without further ado, let's get into it. Me and this, I've talked about this girl a couple times, a couple in a couple recent episodes too. Um, I'm gonna say her name. Fuck it, she don't listen. To, she don't listen to that pod. <laughs> her name is um, I think, uh, yeah, I think the name I gave her was Alex. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, we gonna we gonna stick with that. I ain't gonna say her real name. And yeah, so me and Alex. This is the girl, this is a story about Alex. And uh, 
after we broke up. Now, let me tell you why I think we broke up. Because uh, she didn't know what the fuck she wanted. Uh, let's let's keep it a fucking buck. She didn't know what she wanted. And that's why I think we broke up. I, I didn't fuck up, which I'm proud of. Because I, I will admittedly, when I fuck up a relationship, I, I take that shit on the chin. I was like, okay, okay, I fucked up there. Right, now, I can admit it. I don't know if the same can be said about my exes, though. Um, respectfully. So she we she she uh tried to dress it up first. She was like, "Hey, I just I just I need to be prepared for the, the such a great relationship that you give me. So I think that we should we should take some space from each other." Bitch, what the fuck since what what to this day? I'm still trying to decipher the sense of that statement, but I was young. I was naive. Uh, so I was like, oh, yeah, baby, baby, take all the space you need. I'm going to be here for you. Fucking disgusting. Um, so she goes in her space, quote, unquote, and she living your life. And I'm like, now I'm, I'm missing. I'm missing my baby like crazy. And this is like at this point in time, it's about been like a solid two, three weeks since I've even last spoken to her. I was like, hey, uh. I missed you, this, that, and the third. And she was like, well, it's like, I didn't, she didn't say I missed you, which, which, which hurt. Like, imagine, imagine a nigga or a girl telling you like, hey, babe, I miss you. And then they just be like, hey, yo, that's crazy. (laughs) That'd make me mad. Today, that'd make me mad, bitch. You I I gotta I gotta now send you a picture of another girl sucking my dick. That's 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 that's, that's how mad that would make me. So haven't been talking. And me my friends knew how much I adored this girl. So I made the mistake of uh telling one of my friends what was going on. He and he didn't do anything wrong, but he did hype me up to do what I did. So I was talking to him. I was talking to bro. I was like, "Hey, yo, bro, I miss her. Like, what, what, what do you think you should do?" He was like, "I don't know, nigga. Like, you, you need to go get your girl back because y'all was so cute together." And I was like, "Yeah, we were. We, bro, you right? We were cute because I would, I would say something and she would finish my sentence." He was like, "Yeah, you got to get your girl back, bro." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I gotta get my girl back." So, so the rest of that afternoon, I spent. I'm like, I don't, how am I gonna get her back? You know, and my my way if I fuck if I fuck up in the relationship, my way of trying to apologize is a big gesture. So like I like like you know what I mean by a big gesture, like dropping off flowers at where you work, stuff like that. So I was like, in my mind, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm about to pop. I'm about to pop out with that with that romantic shit that these girls be liking in the movies. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So I spent the rest of that night writing this um this um essay, not an essay. This this letter. This letter. As I'm writing this letter, this this letter basically was like, "Hey, yo, look, I know me and you going through some rough patches right now." 
I, I just want to let you know, regardless, I'ma still fucking love you. I, I love you to this day. Uh baby, you just like let's let's work this out together. We can do this, we can do this together. I'm with you hundred and ten percent. And then with that, I got I got I got her some like um a bouquet of roses and I left it at her doorstep. And I'm thinking, like, hey, I, in my mind, I'm thinking I'm the shit, bro. I'm like, yeah, I did that. I did that motherfucking thing. Now she about to come back. She's like, you know what? I'm sorry for leaving you. Let me suck your dick. And I'm like, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm ready for it. And I'm just, I'm just sitting in the pocket waiting for that apology text to slide through. About four hours later, I get, I get the text I wanted. And the text goes... Nigga, are you fucking crazy? Don't you ever in your goddamn life pull up to my goddamn house like that. You own some other shit. You can't be doing that. That's not cool. Next day, I, I was like, what? It's like, I don't feel so good. This, she snapped me out of existence again. It's the second time I've been snapped out of existence. So I'm like, I'm just thinking like, yo. These bitches ain't shit So then like a month after that happened I ended up moving to my very first apartment And you know Now I'm I'm single I'm big single So I'm talking to girls Whatever and like there's this girl that I was talking to And she was having like a kickback Type thing at her At her house So you know what I was like you know what I, I took an Uber there I pulled up on that block And um I got fucked up immensely. I don't I don't know how like on my scale of, this is how fucked up I think I got. I don't like the taste of beer. Don't like it. It's 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 like it's like you tolerate beer. You don't I don't know anybody that genuinely likes drinking beer. You tolerate it. So I got my beer and I started I downed three bottles of Corona, maybe four. And like, I'm woozy, I'm tipsy, I'm I'm in the vibes, I'm feeling good. I'm pretty sure I was knocking shit over. And they're like, and like the people at the party, they was trying to calm me, like, calm me down, like, hey, yo, nigga, you need to chill. So, what do you do when you're drunk? What do you think about what I think if I've just got broken up with like less than a month ago? I'm thinking about my girl. I'm like, bro, I'm thinking about, like, how could I fucking messed up? Where did I go wrong? So, you know what I did? I sent her a message. Now, obviously, that's a very drunken, emotional response to things. Okay. But here's the problem. One message says, hey, look. I miss you. Two or three might go like, all right, why the fuck aren't you answering? Okay, okay. But 20 consecutive messages, you might be a serial killer. And they they weren't just like letter messages. They were they were full paragraphed messages. Gets worse. Followed by these 20 consecutive text messages Was several different voice memos 
I don't know what I said in these voice memos, but it couldn't have been good for the spirit. What the fuck did I do? This is some crazy nigga shit. It, it got crazy when I pulled up to her house with the flowers and the, the letter and shit. It got crazy then. But this is like, all right, nigga, you might have some problems. I think after the 21st message, she finally responded like, hey, yo, nigga, you need to go the fuck to sleep. Don't fucking text me. Don't call me. I don't like you no more. Like, get the fuck on. And I'm like, and like bro, that shit hurt. I was, I was, I was ready to be on some reckless shit, bro. I was ready to be on some reckless shit, and I, it, it took me a long time to heal from that, like several several months. And this is the lesson that I got out from that little, that little spurt of, of like desperation. The lesson that I got. Is that some people are meant to be in your lives for a season. Not only that, but they're meant to teach you something about yourself. I believe in the higher power putting people... uh, Yeah, I said that right. I believe in the higher power putting people in your life in order to make you the, the person that you need to be in life. And her purpose was to teach me that... Not everybody is going to be around forever, whether it be the death of y'all friendship, the death of y'all relationship, or a literal death. Uh, take what you can from them, positively. Positively. Let's 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 say that. Let's say that. Let's say that. Because you never know what might happen. I think that was cool. I could have worded that better. I think that was cool though. Uh, all right, let's get into it. From one asshole to another. Am I the asshole for telling my mom I won't come if she replaces my dead brother? All right. Let's uh, let's see what your, what your problem is. So I have a brother. He was the best thing. That, oh, he was the best thing in the world. But he died three years ago and everything changed. Dad left mom and moved back to Montreal, and my mom changed a lot. She went from being the absolute best mom ever to the either super strict or super careless. Ever since I turned 18, she got even weirder. She had a girlfriend remove the door to my room. She's come into my room at night, started massaging my arms and legs like she used to do my brother. He had severe muscle issues. Or will cuddle like we did after my brother died. Oh, and she cranks up the heat so much all the time that says that she's cuz she's from Texas, but even though she was born there, she grew up she grew up in Quebec. That's just to let you guys know that how much she has changed. The only time she's normal, like how she was, is during our therapy sessions. That's why I look forward to those. Okay, you're going to therapy, that's good. But the worst part was that she has her girlfriend and decided to have a baby that they're using one of my websites for the sperm donor. One of those websites for a sperm to find a sperm uh, Words. They're using one of those websites to find a sperm donor. At the time, they started focusing on guys who I feel my brother would have like looked like if he grew up. And then my mom told me if they have a boy, they will name him. It will be the Russian version of my brother's name, and if it was a girl, it would be the female version. So if his 
if his name was Michael, it would be Mikhail and Michaela. So I told my mom she couldn't replace my brother, and we got into a fight because of it. And then yesterday, my mom had a complete freak out. Apparently, there was some children's book she used to read to my brother when he was small, and she wanted to find it. And she wanted to find it for when she had another baby, but she couldn't find it. I offered to order a new copy off Amazon, but she wanted my brother's book. She went nuts after she couldn't find it. And when she found an old picture of my dad, she literally took her girlfriend's lighter and burned it instead. I don't know. I got scared. So I begged mom not to replace brother and said I wouldn't come home from Montreal. I go to Concordia University if she did. She got even angry and started crying, actually calling me an asshole for trying to blackmail her. I'm really confused. She's never said that before, so maybe I was acting toward her. Maybe that I was acting that way towards her. Am I the asshole? Well, ma'am, it's very tough. Uh, your mother has just suffered an impeccable loss. I don't, I don't even know how... Obviously, people have you have as a person you have to heal from that, but like that's tough. And she's probably like like you like you said uh, you probably see bits and pieces of her real self coming out when y'all have therapy sessions because y'all are literally working through the trauma. But when she gets home, she gets erratic and she starts doing all this stuff. And obviously, you're not a child anymore, so it's not her job to call you. So she might be dealing with some kind of like empty nest syndrome on top of like the death of your of, of your brother but are you the ass for oh, to telling for telling her uh you don't want to you don't want her to try to replace your brother a little bit a little bit and let me explain why obviously your mom's a grown-ass woman she can do whatever the fuck she wants and a lot of women who who enjoy the um the wonders of child child raising a kid uh they tend to uh suffer from the emptiness syndrome they 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 don't they don't have nobody to like look 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 for or for nobody to depend on them so they look for in other ways and you're i guess in this case your mom's other ways literally getting another kid or having another kid i don't think it's necessary necessarily a way for her to replace her brother but i think she's doing it in a way to fill the void that your brother left and also you're not from i'm assuming by the way you wrote it you're no longer at home you're no longer um you're no longer like there 24 7 so obviously she's looking for other things to fill her, fill her void, and thus a new baby would uh, bring that into light, whether it be adoption or um, conception. Did I say that right? I don't know. This feels like this feels like a weird episode. I don't know. Um, so yeah, you're a little bit of an asshole for telling her that, uh, and it's kind of like an ultimatum type of thing. <laughs> Shout out Netflix. All right, let's get into today's topics. I thought, all right, the 50th episode, guys. Let's talk about him. The 50th fucking episode. We've come so fucking long. Uh, Starting this podcast, I did not perceive it to grow the way it has. And like now, because we have a little bit of a uh, listenership, I think that's dope. I I think it's fucking dope that people listen to me talk. 
rant and complain uh, week after week. So shout out to fucking y'all, like for real though. Y'all, y'all really make me think I have a shot of doing this. Um, I remember our first episode. We were in my ghetto ass apartment. It was me and Zoe, um, and the dogs then shitted on the floor. We keep it going, keep it rolling. At the time, we had Isaac as our producer. And he was doing his motherfucking thing. We had the we had the setup. I felt like we were professionals. The camera was rolling, and like we, me and Zoe gave immaculate fucking energy that first episode. And that first Patreon episode even went crazier. Um, I really wish. I think a regret that I have with these fifty episodes that we've been able to produce is that the the people that I picked to do the podcast with me weren't able to stick it out. Because of whatever reasons, and like that, the people being uh, Zoe and um, and Jaden, yeah, Zoe and Jaden. I said that right. I said that. I, I'm trying to articulate thoughts. My bad. But like, yeah, Jaden, because Jaden also gave us some solid episodes where, like, I think that was like it wasn't episode nine. It was like episode twelve or something. Um, it was just me and him, and he was talking about that story of how these ghetto girls was trying to talk to this random nigga off the street, and the nigga came in his car. That was a fucking funny episode. I love that. I love that. That was a great fucking episode, and the energy felt as though me and Jaden, because we built that chemistry up for years, and it's, it was just amazing to see that energy transferred on a camera and over the mic. And now that we're doing significantly better as far as podcasting, uh, I would love to see. I would have loved to see what that translated to in today's in our in today today. Yeah, (laughs) um, some shit. We I definitely stirred up a lot of drama with the podcast and with the clips. Uh, I remember one of the very first clips we made was a women. (laughs) It's ironic that we're talking about women again. Uh, One of the very first clips I ever made. Was like men have football, but bitches have Lysol wipes or something like that. Crazy drama, crazy drama. It did nowhere the numbers that we do now for clips, but like for our first clip to ever go anywhere, that 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 picked up a lot of steam, and like I got a lot of flack back for that. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of flack back for that. So that's uh, it was interesting uh, how that played out. But now I'm now I'm growing as a podcaster. I'm growing as a human. I'm like I love doing this shit. I want to be able to do this shit full time. Get up to the Andrew Schultz academics, um, Joe Rogan type levels, and like obviously the goal is not to be a. Well, it is to be the number one podcaster in the world, but it's also to use these skills that I've learned podcasting and to branch out into other things of avenue that I want to do and create. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, But yeah, what else do we got? Oh, let's talk about Coachella. This past couple of weeks uh, was Coachella weekend, and I, I I sat there and I watched all the Coachella episodes. I said episodes. I watched all the Coachella performances, and here are some things that I think uh, stood out to me. 
uh, I didn't get every artist that was on there because like the artist for Coachella, the, the, the artist list for Coachella is fucking long. I got the ones that I mainly cared about. Let's get into it. First person, Megan Thee Stallion. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I don't like Megan Thee Stallion's music. Oh, wow, wow, shocker. Oh, she, I think she makes good party music. And, like, so if we're in a club setting type thing, you're like, oh, yeah, put a, start some Megan hot shit, cash shit, whatever the fuck the song is. Like, and like you know why he bitch let me? Because baby don't give a fuck. I, like, I, lo- I love that. Love that shit. But um, performance-wise, this uh, Megan's, Megan's performance at Coachella was severely underwhelming. And mainly because she uses a lot of uh, lip sync. Okay, here's my problem. If you're an artist performing at a fucking concert, why are you rapping over your own song? Why? Explain. And I get it. A lot of these performances, uh, they require a lot of uh, dancing, a lot of movement. Uh, So a lot of these artists, they're out of breath when they're performing. And obviously, you don't want to have terrible breath control while while you're performing, which also, I'm going to be shitting on some of these people that I'm going to be talking about. But let me go go ahead, off the rip, go ahead and say that the art of concert performing is by far one of the hardest things you have to do as an artist. It's I would damn near equate it to running a fucking marathon because you're performing for like an hour straight. You're using breath control. You're moving. You're dancing. You got the choreography, the pyrotechnics. You have to be in some kind of shape in order to do this. You can't be no fat fucker and like think you about to kill a stage of 50,000 people being with the most chillest energy. No, you got to put out. Okay, now. With that out the fucking way, let me get back to roasting making the stallion. <laughs> but like, yeah, she had no type of crowd presence, like, or no type of uh, stage presence. That's the word I was trying to say. She had no type of stage presence. She was performing one of her top songs, which was Cash Shit, and nobody knew the fucking. Wor- First of all, the crowd didn't know the fucking words of Cash Shit, and like the entire crowd looked like they was not feeling Megan. Not only that, the entire, her entire song, like, her entirety of her set, she was only rapping her ad-libs. Like, yeah. Bitch. Okay. What the fuck? If I went to a Megan Thee Stallion concert, bitch, I want my money back. I, I just paid 60 to to $100 so we'll hear this bitch rap over her ad-libs. You got me fucked up. And that was, it was just a terrible performance. And then she obviously unveiled her new song, Plan B. Now, Plan B is allegedly supposed to be the song that, uh, that, that her diss track to Tory Lanez. Megan's got herself in her own. She, she dug her grave. Now she must lie in it. Tory Lanez did not shoot that woman. You know who shot her? Her fucking best friend. But this bitch, this bitch keeps changing her fucking story. And not only that, because her lack of evidence and like her accusations, she ruined a black man's career. But like Tori is steadily bouncing back. So we're not going to get into that. But like all this is leading me up to believe 
is Megan Thee Stallion finally falling off? I think a good attribute, yeah, a good attribute to that is um is in the Tory Lanez case because all these details are coming out that there was no gun residue on Tory's hands. Tory didn't, the gun wasn't even registered to Tory's name, and she didn't get shot exactly where she and said she got shot. All these details are coming out, and people are starting to notice. Like, hey, yo, you really just. You really just tried to ruin a man's fucking career over some over some petty ass bullshit. Hey, karma about to be a bitch, bro. Karma about to be a bitch. All right, Doja Cat. Doja Cat, I, I, if you ever listen to this, I need you to understand something. Your performance. At Coachella 2022 was simply phenomenal. I don't know what the time lag was between their two performances, but Doja Cat gave a fucking phenomenal performance. Her her, her whole set is on YouTube if you want to go watch it. Well, first of all, costumes, design, and look are what is you expecting. Or what you expecting from a Doja Cat? Like uh, her song, her music video for the song "Get Into It," like that type of level of like effort as far as costumes and design, fucking phenomenal, fucking phenomenal. And the, her choreography team, her dancers, and not only not only the dancers themselves, but Doja, they were hitting every move Doja was doing. She was Doja. I need you to wife me up. Do it. I, I will cook, I will clean, I will suck your toes. Doja, you need to wife me up, please. And I forgot what song it was, but there was a song that she has that she brought out, uh, Juicy J. And when she brought out Juicy J, the crowd went crazy, which made me think, like, niggas still listen to Juicy J in 2022? What music is he producing? But that's not the point. Uh, their collective energy together made the crowd, the entire sea of people of Coachella, make them go like they would went ballistic when Juicy J came out. Like you could feel the electricity in the air. And even on Doja Cat's chiller song, she was still able to fucking deliver. Like, um, go down, go go to town, go to town. If you down, boy, we be down. Baby, why did why they go to town? Yeah, even on her chiller songs, she still delivered, and the crowd was fucking eating that shit up. Doja is a phenomenal performer, and go, I would love to see fucking Doja in a fucking performance. And not only that, the way she performs, you can really you can really tell that she enjoys performing. Uh, some two notable um. Performances: Daniel Caesar featuring Bieber and when they sing at Peaches. Uh, Daniel Caesar. <laughs> Daniel Caesar is an ugly motherfucker, bro. That nigga is horrendous. Like he looks like Kodak Black, but without the without his fucking crazy ass hair. This nigga is fucking horrendous, bro. But phenomenal voice. Phenomenal voice. And uh, he came out for um. The song Peaches and the crowd showed him mad love, which is mad respect. Let me 
get over there. Let me yeah, let me get through these topics first. Uh, Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar fucking killed it. Baby Keem is getting so much better as a performer. I don't know what uh, award show that was, but like a couple months ago, he performed at an award show, which um, you could tell is one of his first. It was one of his first times performing that song specifically, "Family Ties," and uh, his breath control was crazy. And like he was trying, obviously they had to bleep out their own words, so he was dealing with that. But like he still delivered a fucking phenomenal performance. 21 was solid. City Girls came in. I, I expected the City Girls uh, set to be as trash as uh, Megan the Stallions, but they fucking delivered, bro. And it, like, it made me realize how much people actually fuck with the City Girls. Like, most of the people knew their fucking songs, and they was rocking with it. And, like, because City Girls on that thought shit, I guess, if you want to have a hot girl summer. I didn't get to see Jesse Ray's full set. I wish I did because I love Jesse. Jesse Jesse can step on my face any day of the week. But I caught her performance of figures. And when I tell you this shit had a grown man tearing up, I don't fucking like it. As a grown ass man, why am I crying? It was a phenomenal fucking performance. Her voice is amazing. And the weekend. The weekend, let me talk to you. Weekend gave me even his his pop songs gave me mad rave vibes. Like I can see people like can't feel my face. Mad people raving. Um, his vocals stayed on point, which I've never been to a weekend concert. Which is, but it, it seems to be a running thing that he never fucking misses a beat on his fucking vocals. And yeah, I want to go see the what's it called it concert. Hold up, guys, we'll be right back. Whoa, hold it there. Let's take a quick break to pay some bills. This episode is proudly sponsored by the patrons on Patreon. Join our Patreon, guys, and get access to hours of unreleased bonus content. We have our $1 tier, a.k.a. the kingdom of our Patreon. And the reason why we do this, it gives you access to our main podcast shoutouts and bonus podcasts. Not only that, you also get access to our Discord server. And then we also have our $5 tier where you get all the above and plus access to ask us questions via our Discord. And last but certainly not least, we have our $10 tier which gives you access to weekly vlogs and exclusive VIP access to any future events that we will be holding. So join our Patreon today, guys, and support us and the podcast. I would like to go see the weekend in concert. I think that would be a dope experience. Also, his transition going to by the lights, fucking phenomenal. But it's obviously it was very you saw it coming from a mile away. Like it started with a dun 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 dun, dun. And it, it like it, it obviously sped up the tempo and it was it was very predictable. That's 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 all I was saying. But it was very smooth. He did it. I I just kept I just glimpsed at some of his performances. The weekend's solid. And I understand like anytime the weekend comes to Houston, uh the my friends lose their shit. Cause he's a phen- he's a he's a good performer. Uh well he's a good he's a good artist, period. 
but like I would good performance a bit much. She's not like Doja level. Okay, okay, okay. Elon, tw- I was about to say Elon Twit. Elon Musk buying Twitter for forty billion dollars. Elon got. Let's not forget. Elon got fucking money, bro. You know how much money you have to have in order just to say fuck it. I'll buy Twitter because I think how it started was he was only trying to get a share of Twitter, but allegedly, well, not even allegedly, now he fully owns Twitter. But there's a big speculations as to what's going to happen with Twitter. Uh, I saw an article that said he's going to release some of the, um, what is it called? Some of the restrictions on Twitter that like that restricts people, well, what people can say specifically, because um, he Elon Musk is a believer is free speech, and he thinks uh, the Twitter guidelines have prevented that. Another thing um, been that's been in talks now that Elon owns Twitter. He's been uh, Donald Trump. He's been thinking about giving Donald Trump his uh, platform back. I don't know how I feel about that because the whole reason Twitter took Donald Trump's platform from him was because of uh, the riots he helped incite with his Twitter on on Twitter. So Elon owns Twitter. Elon is slowly becoming the Batman slash Tony Stark of the world. And I'm 100% with him. Elon, Elon's an old... Elon's an old nigga with a young spirit. Now that he has money and he's equated all this equity, he could really, if he wanted to, he could probably buy the government, which is crazy. Elon buying the government is crazy. All right, all right. Have y'all seen the video on Twitter of these white girls uh, singing the little baby part of Wants and Needs? If you don't know what, let's, let's, we gonna, we gonna educate, we gonna educate the people, we talking about, I just realized my shit is not synced in, that's, that's a fucking, uh, revelation to figure out, alright, let's try it again. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. This part. Leave my years later and say it's a sleeper. The ears are. I probably should go live with Yeezy. Fans, he wouldn't believe it. Got a lot of on time and they tense. Fans on my mind and my friends. Okay. Yeah, it's I this my friends on my mind should repent. I need me some Jesus in my life. Amen. I'm full of four, but I love me the threesome. DMA is bleeding, it's me a secret. He trying to diss me, I blow up, I peep it. I can't respond when you go with the people. If I leave this direction, I bet you can keep it. This shit get deeper, that deeper, I dig it. My shovel went bent and I broke my face. And I'm shark in the water, you swim with a little bitch. I hit it, but then I got a bad, I kiss it. I'm not a goat, but I feed it. What'd you say? I like the post, so I get the prescription. We walk around with them bears and I breach it. This gun ain't jam when I blow, I ain't missing. I'm dropping hit after hit, I'm just chilling, but I'll send a hit while I Chill my children, bigger the business, the bigger the office. I fuck around and found me a shred and I caught up. They call for my artists, they making me offers. I don't even bargain. I start from the bottom. I lost.
Lost my Ferrari, Las Vegas, Nevada. I woke up the following day and went harder. I'm cracking my shit, now they see that I'm smarter. I gotta get money, I love to get charter. I get it with four burgers and one small startup. I can't let them down. Okay, we get the point. Before I get into these white girls, hold on, let me, let me get, let me get my live going. All right, let me get my, yeah, I'm going to turn up the live on Instagram right now. That's a great reason why you should follow me on IG. Great reason. All right. And we live, baby. We love. All right. Let's let me let me let me talk to these niggas, cuz. Let me talk to these niggas. First of all, without fucking a doubt, no doubt in my mind, the little baby verse go dummy on wants and needs. There is no question about it. Like I'm looking scruffy. There's no fucking question about it. Lil Baby's verse on Wants and Needs of the Drake song goes fucking dummy. And the fact that these white girls, they were, they didn't miss a fucking beat. Bro, like I'm talking, we talk, we podcasting right now, sir. We we can I flip the camera? Can I flip the camera? Yeah, yeah. We potting right now, sir. But these white girls didn't miss a fucking beat when they were rapping Once and Needs. Once and Needs is a phenomenal song. Phenomenal. And Lil Baby, Lil Baby damn near collected all the infinity stones that is the rap game. And there's only three. There's Drake, there's Kendrick, and there's fucking... um. Cole, there we go. Drake, Kendrick, and Cole. He didn't smash Cole on his own song. He didn't smash Drake. Now Kendrick pops off with this album and he fucking smashes Kendrick. It's a fucking rap. Lil Baby will have the infinity stones of the rap game. Like, y'all need to understand. Okay. Here's my relationship. Here's my thing with Lil Baby. He came the first Lil Baby song that I heard was um Fuck. The, the, the song when they go, uh, wah, 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 bitch, I'm little baby. Like, that's. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Okay. I had a, I had a, I had a, I had a brain fart. I had a brain fart real quick. But that was the very first song, little baby song, I heard. And obviously, throughout the year, that came out like, what, 2018, 2019? It's 2022. He didn't progress as a rapper. And now he damn near has all the infinity stones of the greatest rappers. If he smokes Kendrick on Kendrick's own album, if they have a collab, that is, Lil Baby is unstoppable. Lil Baby should be added to that fucking uh, reservoir. Yes, sir. Yes, Thunder, we are. Uh, let us know if y'all still down with that collab. We wouldn't mind um, commuting. So just just let me know. Email me, of course. Uh, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. But... Little baby is unstoppable. And that's that's all I. But okay, we not. It's back to these white girls. So if you don't know, there's this video circulating Twitter. Cool, cool. Look at look at look at our producer doing his motherfucking thing. So I can so I can keep ranting. 
Okay, so if you don't know, there's a video circulating Twitter of these two white girls um, rapping that entire little baby part. And I'm talking about, bro, they are going in. They don't miss a fucking beat. And they're killing it. They're bodying it. I just want to know what that looks like. Imagine you go to a bar mitzvah. You go to Johnny's frat party. You walk in, DJ plays once in these sins. I got sins on my mind, making M's. Got a lot of M's on my mind. Shit. And like, you, you, you see all the niggas, the niggas is vibing, and the niggas doing the little baby shit. They go, like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, niggas is vibing. And then, little baby come on. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, but yeah, back to I'm I'm falling on track. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Pod. I'm sorry, Pod. But little baby come on, and then you see in the middle of the circle two white girls going in. Um, bitch, I'm the flow, but I love me a threesome. What? Okay, keep in mind, I'ma just I'ma say this right now. I do not know the entirety of little baby's part. So for reference. If I see oh, these white girls in this circle go, I'm from the four, but I love me a threesome. DM her, delete it, and I see my little secret. He trying to diss me. I blow up. I peep it. Take my cart. Take my life. You you got it. You got it. You like you. <laughs> she can. You can marry me right now. Have my kids. Period. Now, why is this trending on Twitter is the question. Well, this is a problem we have in the black community. I'm going to speak on it. I'm going to say it. And I'm going to get flack for it. But whatever. The problem in the black community, primarily. Oh, let me fix this. Okay. Okay. Can I fix it? Okay. Here's the problem in the black community. So I'm assuming this clip came out two, if not three days ago. And Twitter has black Twitter has formed a divided opinion about this video. You got one side, which I'm on, that's like, yo, these white girls killed it. They are invited to the cookout anytime, where, and place. Like, they did a great job. Then the other side. Of black Twitter being, why are y'all hyping up these white women? They not doing anything special. See, this is the problem right here. Even our own black men don't want us. And that's the argument. Why are we having this argument in 2022? Which made me think, can black people be racist? It's a, it's, this, this is a conversation I had with my... Um, I was somebody I can't remember who but uh somebody said that black people can't be racist because in order for them to be racist they must be they must be systematically oppressed and obviously they're the, the average black man male or female can't be oppressed I mean 
Yeah, the average black male or female can't oppress others in today's society in America. Um, technically, that's not what the definition of racism is. Racism can come from any culture, I do believe. Can can black people be racist towards white people? 110%. Without a doubt. You know what I mean? My, my kin is racist towards white people. Shit, I brought my first white girl home. They had a fit. They was ready to crucify me. Like, they looked at my mama like, you have failed us. You had one job to give us a son that would that would inspire our black queens, and you have failed your city. That's how they was looking at my mom. And I'm just sitting here like, yo, can y'all chill? It is it is a crazy conundrum. Pause due to poor connection. What the fuck? All right. It is a crazy connection. No, conundrum, conundrum. I just want to know, how do we proceed from this? Because I'm all... White girls, if if y'all are if y'all see this, if y'all hear this anywhere, DM me. Let's 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 get you some more. Cause I know y'all fuck I know they be fucking niggas by the way they Oh, that's wild. Can I say that? That's wild. I know they be fucking niggas by the way they killed that fucking verse. Without a doubt. I have no question in my mind that they be they be, they be messing <laughs> they be messing with the <laughs> I can't be saying that, bro. I can't be. I'm one of these days. Somebody's going to come cancel me for the wild shit I said. I don't know when it's going to be, but I must be prepared for it. Okay, let me get settled. Have y'all ever? Have y'all ever successfully? Was your your yasabian? Have y'all ever successfully moved from the friend zone into the end zone? It's a very hard transition to make, especially if you're a nice guy. Nice guys aren't in style. Okay, let me let me elaborate. Being in the friend zone is by far one of the hardest things probably uh, probably to be done. Um, going from Going from the friend zone, like, hey, yo, let me see if I can latch you in. Oh. Oh. May probably. Go ahead. Let's see if we can get bro in. Okay. Okay. Yeah, what's up? Yes, going from the friend zone to the end zone is by far one of the hardest things a man has to do to navigate that efficiently. It's yeah, thunder, bro. You're right. It takes time. It takes meticulous planning. It takes if. If Shorty even is in a relationship, you gotta be damn near planning. You gotta be plotting on man's downfall. That's wrong, boy. Like, you know, 
I'm gonna say something fucked up. I'm gonna say something really fucked up. For a girl that I was feeling, I've sent my homegirls after bro. You rock for that, like for real. No, I'm not. I'm. I'm admitting that was a whole ass. That was I. I used to be ain't shit nigga. I'm just saying, I used to be a ain't shit nigga. So what I was like, it was it was very simple. I walked up to walked up to the homegirl like, hey yo, you mind DMing old bro on Instagram? See, see, just see what happens. She sent him the DM. He read it. He respond like, hey yo, what's up? What's going on with you? What you got? What you got going on? What you what you got planned? You like really wrong for that? Like, oh yeah, a hundred percent. I'm not saying I'm right, but. So then, so then, next thing you know, I was like, I, I, I kept it the buck with her. I said, "Hey, yo, look, you didn't hear this from me, but my friend thought your your, your man's <laughs> I, your fr- my friend thought your man's was cute or whatever." She go, she went ahead, sent him a DM. He responded back to ask her what she trying to do. His thing though was uh. With- some with some dudes, they don't even try. They, they don't even try to be with, like, try to go for the girl. They just want to be friends with the general because they know how they, you know, how girls are nowadays. I'm without a doubt, a hundred, without a doubt in my mind, I am toxic as fuck. I've, I am not, I am not. <laughs> I am not denying that I am a toxic ass nigga. I need help. I need therapy. I'm not denying that. I'm dead. But to officially go from the friend zone to the end zone, I, I gave that to example to say it requires work. Some, it, 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 so I'm not gonna lie. Like I don't go after anybody. That's the problem. So I don't chase after anybody. Like I guess you could say whatever energy, energy or thing I'm I'm giving out. If I if I don't receive that. I'm not doing anything at all. I'm just leaving you. I'm just leaving you there. We need to do the strictly time. That's it. Other than that, you nothing. Or, I don't see it as my sincere. You wouldn't get no, you, you just getting, hey, what's up, or time to time. Other than that, you didn't get no attention. Nah, see, I can't be friends with, I can't be friends with girls I want to fuck. That's, that's too hard. That's too hard for so, me. See, I could, see there, I could, I could do that either. No, that's, for me to be friends with a girl that I'm not trying to be sexually involved with, I can do it, but like, like if I, 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 if I see you, I automatically make a mental distinction of where I want to put you in, what box I want to put you in. If I want to put you in like, hey, yo, we just chilling. I'm not trying to do anything with you. If you try something on me, bitch, I will grab you by your fucking face and I will slam you on the goddamn couch respectfully. Respectfully, but if you looking a little too good, I'm talking about shorty five foot five, looking slim, thick. She can get the stick. That's all I'm saying. I'm incredibly toxic, and this is not good for nobody's health. See, I'm not even lying. I try to stay away from toxic, toxic, toxic others, but it's saying you, you, you're funny toxic. It's saying you're funny toxic. I'm a, I'm a fun toxic. <laughs> You're a, you know, you're a funny toxic, toxic, and it's hilarious. Nah, like I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not like toxic as a person, but like in a relationship, I can see like, I try to suppress. That's a good word. I try oh, to yeah, suppress. I, 
Yeah, I suppress my toxic tendencies. Like for example, if I see if I see her hanging around a man I don't know. Oh, time out! Look, that's a whole different story. Look, but that's the, for for from a from a woman's perspective that could be labeled as toxic because if you're hanging or like. If you start wilding out on her because she hanging out with a man you just don't happen to know, bitch, you don't know all her fucking friends. Why are you wilding out? You he he might just be cool. You might want to get drinks with bro. You don't know. Like, yeah, like as as I see, like like if there, if there are friends beforehand, okay, cool. But I have to meet some people who I don't know. And if if me and do like, hey. We can go chill out or something like that. You go to wing stop or go out with someone with dudes and chill out and hang out wherever that's cool, but Nah, see I'm so I'm so I'm so fucking conceited. Um He said I'm the jealous type. I am. I am. I can't deny that. I'm jealous. I be jealous as fuck. But I'm so fucking conceited. Like I think I know when I as long as she's not a bitch, let me say that. As long as she's not a bitch, I know the moment I have an opportunity to go out with a girl, oh yeah, she gonna fall in love, without a doubt. Here's the, here's the thing with me though. <clears throat> when when you're when you're friends with me and you're female, you're gonna get the friends with me. But but when uh when it's when it's different and and I see you give me attention and give me the back to you and you go somewhere. Bro, I'm, I, that night we go to date. He's like, bro, I'm, I'm kind, of, I'm different. I'm, I'm opening the door for you, my car door, whatnot, and then everything else. Pretty much a good dude, not a nice guy, a good dude. Like, there's, there's a difference between <clears throat> a nice guy and then a good dude. You, you know that, right? Yeah, most definitely. All right, <laughs> let me get into our next set of topics. All right, let's get into some music shit. Um, yeah, bro. What's good, hey, bro? Um, my clean culture people in here. <clears throat> Let's get into no, some music out, shit. Uh, shout out to clean culture, real quick. Twenty twenty was by far one of the hardest years for our society. Bruh, you, you, you say that twice. But. A good thing to come out of the the harshness that came from being quarantined. All these are are uh, I fucking words. Fucking words are killing me tonight. A good thing hey, to come out. How do you waste everybody? I don't know how to do that. Huh? How do you waste everybody? I don't know how to do that. I think you just click click on as soon as they pop in, you click on the wave button. But a good thing to come out of this quarantine. Was music Some of these artists Went over the fucking moon For their projects Because they were They they did nothing but Be on quarantine So they had nothing to do All they could do Is what they usually do In the first place Just be in the studio But like now Now they couldn't do shows Now they couldn't uh, Network in person it left a lot of avenues for them to expand and figure out, like, figure out what they want with music. So, some albums that I thought that some albums that got me through quarantine, because there were several. Um, first things first. First, uh, first things first. First things first. There we go. Before love came to kill us, Jesse Reyes. 
My heart cannot describe the amount of elation that this album gives me. Every time I fucking hear Jesse Reyes before love came to kill us, I fucking break down to my knees and I cry like a little girl. Is that R&B? Yeah, it, it'll be classified as like soul R&B. I'm not, I'm not even gonna lie. I have I had an episode. I had a, a little thing going on a couple nights ago where like like um like my body won't allow me to listen to any to any of the music besides worship music. Because mm. like I try to listen to to like like uh, I guess you'd say dark dark rap music or so. My body was rejecting it. I could listen to this is during workout. Oh yeah. Me up. I couldn't even do it, bro. So I had to go straight back to the other one, and, I, and, and then I was like, off of that. Yo, think about STIs in here. Shout out to the pressure. But before love, before love came to kill us, it's a phenomenal album. La Memoria is my shit, and like, <laughs> let me let me explain the song La Memoria on Before Love Came to Kill Us. I'm gonna go off rip and just go ahead and say I love Hispanic women. Hispanic women got a special place in my heart right next to the white women. <laughs> You're not wrong, but but he, and here's here's how I flex, and this is why I know I'm not shit. Here's how I flex. <laughs> I be I be in the car in the whip, and then you know me me and my Hispanic girl we're going to a destination. Don't know what the destination is, but it's whatever. Most likely is our first time having a date, and then I'm flipping I'm flipping through music, and since I know she's Spanish, I was like, oh yeah, I I either play um, sola. Or La Memoria. One of those two. One of those two songs is always going to come on. Well, now that I think about it. And like you, you just you just look over and you hear me pop out with Es ya son feliz Es ya son santas Es ya son buenas Perdonan callalas No sin sinas No piden nada Listen, I don't have to listen to any. I don't have to Google the lyrics. I know. I know the lyrics off the bat. <laughs> Who you telling? Who you telling? And then they they get so odd. And I was like, "Yep, yeah, you already know. You already know." I'll be feeling myself. I'm dead. I'm under. Here's the thing, my life. There's a couple of songs that I just hopped on that were that they're old, like 2017 year old. Ooh. Like, don't get mad though. I, I, mean, I was jamming to um, Khalid, young, dumb, and broke. I was jamming to that. Hey, Khalid go crazy. Khalid no, go thing, dummy. His thing, his thing, his thing though, I just hopped on that song for two months ago. I haven't listened to that song ever, and I hopped on it. I was in the car. I was coming from the school. I was. I'm like, you know what? Let me try it. Cause I have, a, I have, a, I have a pop playlist, right? Right. So whenever I just want to just like just chill and whatever, I put the I put the music on and I put and I put and something on. It's so chill, bitch. My my my, my uh my bass my my bass in the car is kind of busted a bit. So I was feeling like. I can't do that. Fucking like me, bro. There's like a whole soundboard just just there. Oh yeah, we we. Are you breathing a microphone or something? What is going on? Uh, we um, I'm on my roadcaster. Mm. Stay, stay. There we go. Oh yeah, here's another topic I want to talk about. 
this is pissing me off. Double standard. All right, let me see. All right, I'm just happy. Yeah. Huh? You heard me? No topic I want to talk about be double standard. Double standards, we already covered that. You got to go back a couple episodes of the Entangled Thought podcast. And you probably already covered what I want to talk about. That makes, that, that makes you, it you, you, you so bad. You know what? I'm going to give you your opportunity to talk about double standards. I'm going to go live. I'm a, after I'm done with this podcast, I'm going to go live with the, with the Patreon because I do got a couple of my Patreon topics up. And then we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. So Bro, that's the reason why I don't talk to no one either because I don't I ain't care here. Right? I'm like I right. understand you guys I understand you got the situation you could talk but yeah, cool. All right. Another album that got me through quarantine was See You When I'm Famous by Kyle. All right. I Kyle Yo Why are you No Don't like that. Not people calling me while I'm potting. Um, so you're recording this? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> what a sound. Wait, so wait, what's, your, what's your computer setup like? It's not much. I got, I got, a, I got a slight setup. It's nothing, nothing too lavish. I think, you know what this is. All right. <clears throat> All right, hold up. The fuck? Oh my God, it's a big ass pause. It's pause and this, I gotta remember. Alright, alright Let's get back into it Got the fuck up Get it to here uh, How about the truck up uh, Get it to here I just got a bug Get it to here Alright Alright I'm gonna have to listen to this back Alright All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead let you slide back through, bro. All right, now we're back and settled. I think you're on mute, bro. I hate this. Like the audio from before it sounded good, but now it's sounding like it's like hey, come air coming from me. I have my headphone on. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. Okay, cool, cool. All right. All right. Second album. What, what, what album for me? Is Before Love Came to Kill Us by Kyle. This was a peak fucking... First of all, let me get out the way that Kyle is one of my top five favorite artists of all time. Oh, yeah, Kyle, he's good. Awesome. Kyle produced Light of Mind, which to this day is in my top ten albums. Albums of all time Light of Mine I always go back to it Anytime I'm in a fucked up mood But then he dropped Before Love came uh, He dropped See You When I'm Famous Now the comparison to See You When I'm Famous To um To Light of Mine Light of Mine is a 
superior, way superior than See You When I'm Famous. And, like, I felt like he underperformed on the album, but he did give us some good songs. Like, he gave us that song, The Sun by Bryson Tiller. Fucking slap. Perfect song to listen to when, the, like, like during Twilight hours of the day, the sun's going down. Fucking phenomenal. He gave us that song with Too Short. A fucking Cali slap. <laughs> you cannot go wrong with anything with Too Short. Not really. You can't really do that. But, um, you know what? Um, the album that gave me the, a good vibe was um, when J. Cole dropped his, dropped his uh, whatever that 12 song album, I forgot what it was called. Off season? Bro, that, that was dope. But that wasn't in that wasn't in quarantine though. It, oh, it really wasn't. Oh, um, I don't remember what albums I was listening to. Besides that, uh, when during quarantine, I, don't, I really don't remember. <clears throat> Third album, "Still on a Rise" by Futuristic. Futuristic remains Ooh. my favorite rapper to this day. Now, a lot of people, a lot of people say he dropped off as an artist. I think he's just evolving. Um. But great album. He he reinvented himself. He got back this old spark that made people fall in love with Futuristic because you know he 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 originally popped off with that the that vid, that viral video on YouTube, Nerd Raps in Compton, and um and that's how people discovered who he is. And he that's how he dropped the song The Greatest. I'm the most underrated. Everybody say it's been fire like a dragon. They go watch become a slam and like. <sighs> Phenomenal. Yeah. So he gives us still on the rise. Fucking phenomenal slaps. Um the world says towards the end with uh big X or something like that. Uh fucking phenomenal. It's a very slow gem and it's is nice, it's smooth, it's vibey. And then I think on that last verse, like the last eight bars or so, he start he start going in and like it's it's a chill fire. It's like only the constant is change. Keeping the morals alive, twenty four hours a day. I'm keeping the vision alive, and I'm like, and it's a vibey. <laughs> I like that shit. Um, he said I fell asleep to the music. <laughs> He's like, it was pretty good. All right, and the last album that I have is "Fuck Love" by the Kid Leroy. Bruh, I listen to that album, dude. Like. The Kid Leroy uh, is very is a very upcoming artist. If you don't know about him, you need to what know you mean about upcoming, him. Upcoming, but he's, he's like ever since. Like, uh, the reason I say I upcoming because upcoming. he he hasn't he hasn't uh broken his mold yet. He hasn't like cemented how he is different from all the art artists in the game. I feel like you're right. I feel like you, you're right. That Peace, Thunder, bro. Yeah, I cannot wait for that fucking collab, bro. That's gonna be crazy. Because, like, when you say coming, he still has his mold, like, he hasn't, like, he's still making his mark on on the um, hip-hop, R&B type of thing, scene, like, or, like, Post Malone and... Yeah, yeah. Um, and, well, Post Malone, can you even know Post Malone's already up there? Yeah. He, he done made his mark already. And I, I feel like there's a few other artists behind him, behind Post Malone, and after that, then he got killed with Roy, but what other art... Um, so my, <laughs> that was nasty. So <laughs> fuck love has a lot of great songs. And my problem with the killer Roy is 
really he hasn't really produced a brand new project in years. And he dropped Fuck Love, but he keeps on dropping these deluxe version deluxe versions of Fuck Love by adding like now I think now I think the very final version of Fuck Love has like twenty, if not thirty songs on it. Yeah, I saw that mic. It's it's a great album and the songs are great additions, but it's not it's not um he's 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 still riding off the coattails of his of of his what's call it and it makes me think it's he a one album wonder. Um so let me pull up this one. I hope I can pull it up. YouTube, I pray to God. Because whenever because when I do listen to Kid Lord's album, like some of the songs like almost sound the same beat wise, not really, but the lyrics do. You know what I mean? Just a little bit. Yeah. But and that's and I said, but it's still a vibe to listen to. Like you can still throw it on when during the day or mainly at night and just just freaking you know, listen to the work. Just listen to the music. Do I listen to it? Yes I do. Because it's just a vibe of listen to it. That's pretty much it. And some of it, a lot of it, I think not some of it, a lot of it can be the I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to find, <clears throat> find out on that, what's it called? I'm going to have to go on Twitter. <laughs> I knew I should have saved that fucking um, 20. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to put y'all on my leg. My leg. I'm professional. He's about, he's about to get the end. 21, no, it was Travis Scott. Travis Scott's leak. Alright, so last thing on our music topic, we got the king himself, Travis Scott. Now, ah, fuck you, fuck y'all, y'all, y'all okay. <laughs> now, a lot of people, no been, <laughs> a lot of people been talking about <clears throat> Travis. It's been almost, what, four months since the tragedy of Astroworld, and a lot of people have been wondering, will Travis ever get back to doing music again? Well, not even doing music, but even performing. I, I feel like if, if, when it comes to performing in Houston again, it might be a few years or more, just just if he does it again, just so he can figure out how he's going to work with security again. Um... I'm gonna go ahead and say some something wild. I I fully 100% support Travis and dropping um and doing another Astro World this year. This year might be a little too early for that because of what happened, but I do see it happening again. But nine times soon, I always like like wait a little bit longer just for um like the lawsuit wise and everything for it to, like to, like to slowly like die down and get over with. But at the same time, you'll still have to figure out the security, security-wise too. Um, it's it's not even him. It's the, it's the it's it's his label that that hired security. He was just, he's just the artist that was performing. And again, I said it once on the podcast. I'll say it again. God damn it! I do not think it was Travis Scott's fault for what happened at Astro World. He cannot be blamed for that. But to be each, he really couldn't. To be honest, like I. I would say he couldn't be because it wasn't his fault. He was performing it, but at the same time, um, 
it it was the kids that were being extra right because it was because it was because it was Shadow Scott. They wanted the team and they wanted to be at at the front of the stage. So I and some rowdy kids, you know, high school kids. You, yeah, like, you gotta you gotta blame you gotta blame the people that came to that type of environment and that incited that type of rage. I had friends that went to that concert and they didn't buy tickets. They just stormed the fucking gate. That's not okay. Again, that's, that's what I mean. Yeah, pretty much. I don't blame Travis for the tragedy that happened. I blame you. People got to start learning how to take accountability of their actions. That's that's really what it boils down to. But if you look at it though, if you look at the videos, it looks like a bunch of high school kids that were storming it because majority, seeing as the majority of the listeners are high, high school kids, are obviously college kids too. Yeah, high school kids. Niggas in high school are dumb. Kids. Niggas in high school are dumb. You don't know anything about life. Why the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck are you going to do? You need they still sucking on their mama's titty. Like the fuck you know about life? <laughs> so, I All right, let's get into um, TV and movies, guys. All right. Oh, by the way, if you're recording your podcast, you do something like tending my first podcast to do because I never really, I'm never on live or on a podcast. But but I'm gonna I'm make sure I drop your ad in there for for the pod. Um, all right, TV and movies, guys. So this week I've been binging All Americans the the last the later half of the latest season. Um, it's pretty fire as always, as you can expect from All Americans. A lot of black wokeness. There's a lot of um, storylines. Spencer James is still being Black Superman. Um, Guys, to love it. So episodes, oh. episodes eight through fifteen, it's very interesting because I feel as though they probably should stop the show after after Spencer became an All American and after the All American game. That would have been the perfect ending for the show. We don't need a spinoff. We don't need a fucking uh like more episodes. No. However, comma, the show continues. It starts to persist. And now it's about Spencer when he's in college learning how to how to adapt to the adapt to playing college football. And it's okay. We got storylines which uh I'm not going for those of y'all who haven't seen it and but want to, I'm not going to give too much spoilers, but it's a very it's a lot of Spencer figuring out who he is as a player. And obviously the moving parts around him. So definitely, well, I haven't watched that show in a while. Yeah, it's, it's I, I'm addicted. I, I became addicted at season one. I, I did too, but but then like after a while, um, I stopped watching. I forgot what season. I think season two. I just started watching it, and then I start, I hopped on the, the Marvel trend. All right, and I was and I was watching Marvel a lot. Marvel, I need to Excellent. I need to hop on my Marvel game because I know Marvel got all those TV shows and I want to be caught up. Oh. I want to be caught up for the multiverse of madness. Bro, and you, you know who superhero they, they just added for no reason? Uh, bad boo, bad bunny. Yeah, I saw that. I'm not gonna lie, I don't see him as a superhero. Uh, me and Apache was talking about it. Uh, like, oh, okay, okay. Uh, another great show I've been watching this week is Woke. Uh, it's exactly what it sounds is about this um, this comic artist who goes through uh, some kind of police brutality and he becomes quote unquote woke and his his art starts literally speaking to him. 
and it's it's kind of inciting him like, hey, you need to do more. This we have this we have this platform, we have our art, we can start making political statements, and he he just that's that's really about it's about him becoming more work woke and using his art and his platform to help the black community. And I'm with it because I anything anything black that promotes our community, I'm with it 110. percent All right, because I know this is gonna take. The, this is going to be longer, and then obviously I got to get into my anime shit. All right, I've been, holding, I, I, I've been holding off for weeks because Asa's been here, Seti's been here. They haven't seen the movie yet, so we are finally getting into the Batman. Oh no! Now this I'm is your. Not, I'm not a fan of DC, bro. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of DC. I haven't watched yet. This is your spoiler warning, listeners. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about spoilers of this movie. If you do not want to hear said spoilers, please click off into the next segment. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right. Are you gone yet? Cool. I'm about to kidding. <laughs> the Batman. In my vision, the Batman was a great Batman movie. Let me explain. First of all, let's compare and contrast all of our Batmans. All the recent Batmans, let me say that. I'm not going to compare the uh, like George Clooney Batman, whatever. But we got... Better. But we got Christian Bale. We got Batfleck. And now we have Robert Pattinson. Off rip, Robert Pattinson is not fucking with the other two. Mm-mm, no. And no way, shape, Land and or form is he fucking with Christian Bale and or uh, Ben Affleck? They ben were Ben Affleck was better. He was a, he was a better better Batman. I'm not gonna lie about that. Now, with that being said, this movie was phenomenal. Let me explain why. The critics of the, the critics who watched the movie said the movie wasn't good. Mainly because, and I'll and I'll, exp- and I'll explain why they didn't think it was good. Be- they thought it wasn't great because it it lacked the uh, action element of Batman. They lacked him fight like in the streets, constantly fighting. Like a lot of people thrive off the uh, the, the scene in uh, the Dark Knight Rises where Batman goes inside the crowd and he literally fights off damn near an entire fucking army. And it's just to get to Bane, and him and Bane have like that final. He's it was it's definitely missing that element. But what the creators of this movie tried to do, they tried to give you a Batman movie that was more on who he is, like what makes him who he is. I guess I should say, because um, through and through, Batman is a detective. He's he, he's one of the He's one of the greatest minds of DC. He even outsmarted the fucking uh, apocalypse. So I think I've seen one. It, it, it I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, it, it hasn't happened live action yet, but like it's definitely happened in um in animated in animated movies. So I can't Ooh, you know think. What we can talk about? Like holy, holy, but like, I think. 
let's talk about Zoe Kravitz first. Zoe Kravitz played a, possibly the best Catwoman live action I've ever seen. Uh, she did a phenomenal job. She did her motherfucking thing, and um, Zoe Kravitz did her thing without a fucking dial. She she gave off that sexy allure vibe. The mystique was there. <laughs> the like, and they went deeper into Selena Kyle's character. As far as talking about like what makes her do the things she does in this movie, love that. Robert Patterson, Batman. This Bruce, this Bruce Wayne is dark. He's, I don't know if I'll call him edgy, but he's broody, e e, and like, I feel like they could have flushed out Batman's character better because Batman I you know how most superheroes have a secret identity Spider-Man is really Peter Parker I can't use Superman Superman's a bad example (laughs) Superman's a bad example of that Um, who's a good superhero Uh, Wonder Woman Wonder Woman don't count Uh, okay Um, Daredevil that's a great example um, what's his name? What's his real name? Daredevil. Devil. Daredevil is Matt Murdock. Batman is still Batman. There is no distinction between him and Bruce Wayne inside his mind. He is Batman. Bruce Wayne is the secret identity, not the other way around. And they did a good job of uh expanding expanding that thought and idea. Uh, where the movie failed, obviously, like I said before, it didn't have a lot of action scenes. It it, it lost it lost a good majority of their viewers within the first twenty to thirty minutes because the lack of action. Uh, and it was a lot. It's a lot of detective shit. Like it's like the Zodiac Killer type stuff. <laughs> and that's where it fell off. But it, overall, it's a good movie. If I had to give it on a scale from one to ten. I get it a solid 7.5. So y'all should definitely check it out. It's on HBO Max. Three hours. Little little long, but like it's a good movie. Alright. Do I want to talk? I will save Are You The One for next episode. Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, we already talked about No Way Home. Talked about oh, that man. episode to go. Because here's the thing though. I just watched it that's twice. I just watched like twice. You laid, son. But I did and I'm like, I'm like, really? And now like I watched it twice and, and, I, and I haven't when it came out I wouldn't watch it through have to have the time to Alright. Let's get into our anime bag. Okay. There's a lot of animes to talk about this this week. Uh, I'm gonna try to do this <laughs> as fast as I can so we can wrap up this pod and I can get into the Patreon. All right. First things first, Spy Family episode three. Spy Family is like probably my favorite anime of this season. Um, episode three really showed the dynamic between who, who Twilight, the assassin, and Anya is. First of all, I would murder. Uh, how can I say this in a in a nice way? I would drown a. 
an entire school of puppies for Anya. She is a gem and she must be protected. I have said my piece and now I will continue. (laughs) Anya is the sweetest part of Spy Family. And the fact that she can read people's minds shows a level of like manipulation on her part because she not only is she not only is she a telepath but she knows how to use her abilities and in this episode it was really about them bonding as a family before they get into this next um before they try to interview out for this school and i love that love to see it um the best scene was probably towards the end where twilight chased down that purse snatcher and kind of gave up his cover now now you can see the confines of his character starting to unravel because at the beginning of the uh season of the series they they let us know like a he's he's an assassin i mean he's a spy he's been an international spy for the past 10 years uh he doesn't believe in getting close to anybody he doesn't need recognition from other people to know that good work is being done um and at this, at this, one of the last scenes of this episode, you see uh, this elderly lady. She's like, "Oh my God, thank you for like getting my purse for me. You're such a good man." And then he kind of starts blushing a little bit. He was like, "I guess it, it does feel good to uh, get praise for the work I do." And now you're starting to see his character like unravel a Yo, bit, which, uh, which I feel like is going to get him in trouble either somebody the wrong person is going to figure out that he's a spy or he's going to get into some kind of trouble that's going to have to deal with his identity i'm calling it and that is my bet i've never read the manga so if i'm right i'm that nigga um (laughs) love after world domination watch episode two and three today if you don't know what the world love after world domination is it's about what if a power ranger fell in love with his op that's that's the exact premise of the entire show as cutesy it's it's comedic it's not really too much action in it it's like very comic relief type anime but i fuck with it i fuck with it because it's like not so serious as all the shonen but it gets the job fucking done um Trapped in I can't the, speak too much about anime because I, I I watch it. I haven't watched it in a while. Trapped in the dating sim is about a demon. Whoa, whoa. Okay, no, no. Trapped in the dating sim is about this uh guy who was in love with uh, Eroge Games, and he ends up getting trapped in one of the games that he plays. And now, like, he's going through life, and he's, like, he's supposed to be just a normal NPC character, but then some stuff starts happening around school, and he starts popping out. This latest, this week's episode, if this man was, this man should be on the black, he should be on the table of black Air Force energy, because he brought his mech to this fucking, to this fucking, um, this fight, because it was a 1v5 fight, and everybody else had, like, Way better looking mechas than he did And bro he gave these niggas Smoke He was at a smoke He was at a hookah lounge As as much smoke as he gave these niggas Loved it And it, it was a it was pure 20 minutes Of fucking heat Of like him just clapping people And then as we started to get 
get developed into the B plot of this episode, his sister ends up planting a bomb on his mecca, which really shows the dynamic of their family relationship that they have at home. So he's fighting one of the dudes. The bomb goes off and bro is unfazed. He still want the smoke and still claps and still claps like one V four leaving one dude left. And I cannot wait to get into that episode next week. That's going to be a good episode. All right. Two more. Actually, one more because I need I need to save something for next week. All right. Rising of the Shield Hero. <laughs> Rising of the Shield Hero. I'm, as you know, season two drop. I'm on that shit. Watch the, what's the call it, episode today. Left me confused mainly because, all right, we know the spirit turtle is still alive. Somehow, some way. Um. I don't know how to like. I feel like there's a there's a group working in the like because the anime has this great way of fucking showing you what's going to happen in that season. If you literally, if you just watch the openings, you can figure out everything that's fucking about to happen in that season. <laughs> uh, yeah, the episode left me confused. I was like, I, okay, granted, I was half watching, <laughs> so. So I had to I have to focus later and rewatch it again, but like yeah. All right. Is that all my topics? Uh yep, 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 yep. That is. Oh my god. This is probably the longest podcast we've ever produced. All right. <clears throat> Man, with me being I was probably boring because I've been talking and then I've been talking well I well some of the topics you were doing, like uh the anime thing, I'm I I haven't watched anime in a while. Music it, it's all good. This is this is our normal routine, and this this is why we going live with it. Um. All right, guys. <laughs> if you're listening to this on the streaming platforms, y'all already know. Give us a full five star rate and leave a review. It helps us with the algorithm, moves us up faster, so we can get discovered by more people. Not only that, but join the Patreon, guys. It's the best way you can support our podcast for just a dollar a month. You get access to. Hours upon hours of bonus content, and you can also get access to our Discord, ask us questions, which we'll answer on the bonus podcast. And also, go follow all of our uh, words. Go follow all of our socials. Uh, that's going to be Entangled Thoughts on every social platform. And for me, it's going to be Only Poetic Justice and Justice the Poet on Twitter. Y'all already know God. Oh, wait, hold up, hold up. I got to do also. it. I if y'all need some, y'all need some pictures of cars, graduation, whatnot. Hit me up. I got y'all. Just hit me up. Uh, dates and whatnot. And you can work from there. All right, where are you at? I just, I literally just said your album name. Good. There you we'll go. Look at any All right, guys. Y'all know how we vibe out. This has been another great episode of the Entangled Thoughts Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Poetic Justice, here as humbly as I can. And remember, guys, keep them hoes out your bed. Yeah, hey, keep them. Oh, my, my bad. Hey, you got, hey, got a hundred and dollars. Keep them thoughts out your bed, guys. And keep them in your mind. Good night, y'all. Try me to hell in a drop top. Try me to hell in a drop top. I need you to say
Too scared. Uh-huh. Too scared. 